into the contest. It is Monday the 31st of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shana, I can officially go into a retirement village. <laughs> well, firstly, it, it is Halloween today. But yesterday, a very special occasion. Timmy, it was your birthday, mate. Happy birthday for yesterday. Oh, thank you, Shane. Yeah, and they all spoiled us enormously, the kids and my wife and everyone. So it was a lovely birthday. We don't tend to count as much as we used to, but uh, the weather was nice. So uh, thank you very much for your wishes, mate. Plenty of sport about. Look, uh, this World Cup cricket, uh, interesting. What about South Africa beating India? That surprised me a little bit. Liverpool in the doldrums and a huge story out of the kangaroos. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. So this was a bit of a surprise last night with uh, South Africa beating India. Of course, South Africa are a powerhouse of, of cricket, but India have been showing a pretty clean pair of heels with that win over Pakistan. But that game yesterday afternoon with Bangladesh and Zimbabwe, <laughs> that was outrageous. Mate, it was. Uh, you saw Bangladesh celebrate the win twice, and I'll explain that to you. They were playing at Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe needed five runs off the last ball. Um, the Bangladeshi spinner bowled the ball. Um, it was stumped by the wicketkeeper. Um, they all celebrated, um, only to have the decision overturned because the keeper caught the ball in front of the wickets. You have to wait the ball passes the stumps to um, get a correct stumping. Um, so there was a no ball. So then Zimbabwe had another chance to win. He missed the ball again, and Zimbabwe celebrated. I should say Bangladesh celebrated for the second time. So a, a very, a very interesting end to the match. Yeah, as soon as they walked up, not out. Yeah. Okay, we better go back and do that. Everyone was a little sheepish, weren't they? Now, Liverpool in the English Premier League, this mighty, mighty club, things are just getting worse. They are. It's a bit of a nightmare start to the season. They lost uh, the last match to Leeds. They went down 2-1. Um, their first home loss, I think, in about two years. Um, but they've lost uh, in the 12 matches this season. They've lost twice as many games as they did the whole 38 matches last year. So they're currently 13 points behind Man City who are on top of the table and eight points out of the top four. So it's not looking good. And it means that Champions League football next year is in real uh, dire straits potentially for Liverpool. Yeah, oh, absolutely. What about this young golfer? Look, a lot of people look at the professional uh, golfing world and the live tour and what happens there. But it's just as important on many occasions the amateur side of young players' careers as a young guy that's had a win up in Thailand that's going to get him a start at both the Masters and the British Open. Yeah, so he, uh, a young Sydney sider by the name of Harrison Crow. He's only 21 years of age. He won, um, as you mentioned, the Thailand Open. Um, and that gets him a direct start into both the Masters and the British Open for 2023. So he'll delay turning professional for another year to go up there as the amateur who'd won a tournament. Um, but, you know, it's any golfer's dream to play on those two courses and uh, or in those two competitions, I should say. And, uh, yeah, he gets a chance in 2023 this year. 
Oh, yeah, and it's such a fine line between, you know, being a successful golfer and just being an also-ran. It's really difficult. Mm. The Wallabies, well, they've they've rocketed up the rankings with this narrow win over Scotland. Michael Hooper was back. Yeah, it's their first win. Uh, they've lost the last couple, but uh, they got there at Scotland 16-15. to 15. Uh, They got a little bit lucky towards the end, I must say. Scotland lost a player, um, was sent off, um, and then James Slipper made the most of it, scoring a try and Bernard Foley with a penalty goal to put him one point ahead. Um, Scotland actually had a chance to to seal the match with a penalty from 40 metres out but missed. So, look, you, you take your wins when you can get them, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. What about these Formula One drivers? They, they look like a bunch of shit stirrers, don't they, when you read a lot of the stuff, read a lot of the articles. He said this, he's better than him, he did that, he did that. It's it's all over the shop. Little rich boys with too many toys, as they say. Uh, Fernando Orlando, who was Lewis Hamilton's teammate for many years, he's basically come out and said that Max Verstappen's two-time Formula One titles mean a lot more then Lewis Hamilton seven times world crowned. That's someone just having a rip. Yeah, isn't it? he's having a rip, and he's saying that the only person that Lewis had to actually really race against was himself, his teammate. Whilst Max Verstappen's had other um, car and, and and competitors in there as well, so he's had more people to beat, according to Orlando. But seven to two, I don't think it's any better than Lewis just yet. No, exactly. And uh, Peter Moody came to Sydney in the Golden Eagle, the ten million dollar Golden Eagle on Saturday. Of course, it was Derby Day in Melbourne and I wish I win and it lived up to its name he was jumping around uh, a brilliant performance to win the Golden Eagle around that $9 mark and uh, look Gay Waterhouse is looking to do sort of something similar by going to Melbourne she's done it once with the Melbourne Cup with Fioronte that's nearly 10 years ago she's got a couple of real chances uh, live chances tomorrow in the Cup yeah Knight's Order and um, Hu Yamal uh, are the two she's got in there um, she's pretty she's pretty buoyant about this. As you're right, Tim, Ferrante was in 2013, um, but she reckons she's a real chance with these two, and uh, I wouldn't put it past her, mate. I saw her speak only recently at the Austria Group function, and she was she was fantastic, and um, not only a very good speaker, but a, obviously a very good trainer as well. Oh, yeah, smart, brilliant, uh, as mm. was her father, and uh, it would be amazing if she got a second Melbourne Cup tomorrow. Stay with us, because we'll be talking AFL, Rugby League, and plenty more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Huge story in South Australia with Warren Treadray, of course, a, a mighty AFL player himself, and then went on to be a broadcaster with the Nine Network, demanding $5.77 million in damages over dismissal. Now, this is all COVID-related, and I suppose I'm a little surprised that we haven't seen more of this, Shane. Yeah, well, it will be a bit of a um, uh, an interesting uh, uh, legal case, this one. He was um, unvaccinated, therefore he was terminated at Channel 9. He was on $191,000 a year. Um, he's now claiming 5.77 in damages mm. and lost earnings. 
So he's probably one of the best investors of all time to turn <laughs> 191 times two into 5.77 million in two years. But hey, maybe you could have. I don't know, Tim. It just sounds a bit far-fetched for me. You'll have to watch this space with interest um, yep. because it does seem a little bit of a distant memory, doesn't it, the whole COVID yeah. vaccination? It's amazing how life just rolls down the road. Uh, Richmond claims fourth spot on the AFLW ladder with a draw against North Melbourne. Uh, they're carrying the club a little. Their, their men's team had a bit of a... Well, an ordinary year by their lofty standards. Yeah, North Melbourne really needed to win this game. Um, and ended in the draw, 4-3-27, played 3-9-27. Um, yeah, but both two good football clubs, but it puts uh, Richmond in the fourth spot now. Yeah, Rugby League, uh, Mal Meninga. Does he have a headache with Daly Cherry Evans and um, Nathan Cleary? Or is it just, look, to me it looks pretty obvious, doesn't it? Nathan Cleary gets the nod, doesn't he? Nathan Cleary has to get the nod, and I think I don't know what Mal's doing. Um, they he played them both, and they sort of alternated the position during the match, the sixty-six to six win over Italy. Um, and they're both very respectful at the end of the match. Cherry Evans saying, "Look, um, it's up to Mal. It's up to the um, you know, selection." Cleary's saying the same thing, and I, I wish whoever gets the nod um, the best. But to me, mate, Cleary is, is heads heads and above. Uh, Cherry Evans. Um, he's younger. He's performed better. He's just a better footballer, I think, right now. Um, so hopefully they'll they'll have common sense and play Cleary. Jared Warrior Hargraves. Um, he, he's such a nice guy. Every time I meet him, but there's something that happens on the field sometimes. Uh, <laughs> this cheap shot in the game it could cost New Zealand because he's such a a player of impact. Well, he is. Look, he's he's just served in this World Cup. He served three match suspension for what he did in the NRL. So they've carried that over to this regular League Cup. He's come on. He's been on the paddock for 13 minutes mm. after seeing the first three games out, and he's smashed the island forward across the jaw, and it looks like he's going to spend some more time on the sidelines again. He just loses a plot when he comes on the field. Oh, it can be so damaging. It can be so damaging. Mm. Uh, and just, just overnight, Lebanon, of course, had a, a massive win over Jamaica. We thought that would happen. So the pride of the Cedars will take on Australia in the first quarter final. Mm. And I think Mal Meninga will be hoping that uh, his forwards are aggressive with the opposition rather than fighting each other at training. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, couple of guys got a bit oh, over-spirited. They did. It was Lindsay Collins and Tino Fasuamali who uh, who were Queensland teammates. They started to really – they had to be pulled apart um, at the training session. Um, I, I don't mind this to a certain extent. I think it's, it shows you that the team's training really, really hard and it means a lot to them um, and, and they're just not there on a bloody bit of a social trip. Um, yeah, they're obviously pretty fired up, which is a good sign for the Aussies. Yeah, and uh, it, uh, it's going to get serious very, very soon. Yep. NFL, look, these stories have obviously been swirling. We know that – uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, his his long term wife, had had troubles, and it, it became official in Instagram by him. Yeah, um, they've separated, divorced. Uh, it, it was it was settled pretty quickly. They're both uh, independently very wealthy, mm. so they've probably just taken what they've earned themselves and and, and walked away. Um, and they seem to be quite amicable, uh, wishing each other the best, and um, yeah, putting the kids first. So uh, yeah, but it's pretty sad. I think it, it came down to Tom not wanting to retire and she said she's given up a lot to have the kids mm. and he just wanted to go back and play footy again after retiring so I, I can see both sides of the argument here but um, yeah pretty sad ending yeah absolutely absolutely well on a somewhat lighter note mate um, we're going back to 1996 to find a little cricket story to finish with with Carl Rackerman and Michael Slater what happened 
It was my first ever trip to England, uh, New South Wales. That year we'd won the double. Um, we went over to play against Surrey. Um, Surrey had the overseas player of Carl Rackham, the big Australian and Queensland fast bowler. Michael Slater was opening the batting for us. Um, Slater was obviously in the Australian team at the time. And before the match, Rackerman walked up to Slater and he said, after we won the toss and decided to bat, Rackerman said to Slats, Slats, I'll do you a deal. No bounces if you hit me for no fours or sixes. And he said, deal, mocker. Anyway, first ball, Slats almost ran down the wicket at Rackerman and pumped him over cover for, cover for four. Next ball, Rackham said, deal's off. And he just proceeded to bounce him for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> and he was awkward. He was awkward and very fast. But, uh, yeah, that was one of the best trips of all time. We batted first on a 10-day trip to Surrey. Um, I think we scored about 400 and it rained for the rest of the tour. What a great trip. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about the rest of the trip next time. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay, Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back on board tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee. Former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.